1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of European football. Rangers are aiming to make the Europa League quarter-finals by finishing the job off at Ibrox. Celtic are out to stop their unbeaten league run this weekend as managerial speculation continues and Jim Goodwin's relishing the chance to seal St Mirren's top six place. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well, what a four days we've got in store, Gordon. All starting tonight in a couple of hours. Rangers, one of the biggest European games in their recent history. Can they go one better than last season and get to the quarterfinals? Philip Hollander's goal last week has gave them every chance, but they're up against a decent outfit in Slavia Prague, so must have caution. At the weekend, we've got the top six. <laughs> that is <laughs> looking at me and laughing. We've got the top six will be decided. Leagues one and two back. That's all before we get to Celtic v Rangers on Sunday. Can't wait for it. Yeah, big four days, as Mark rightly said there. Must have caution. Um, you know, it starts tonight with Rangers. Um, I think there'll be a lot of confident Rangers fans, and rightly so, Gordon. But I think they've got to be at their best tonight. And if they do that, Ibrooks, um, you know, be very tight at the back. They've obviously got the ability to score goals and uh, they'll progress into the next round. But it will be a difficult game. Let's not get uh, kidded here. And then we look forward to Leagues 1 and 2 back in Saturday. I'm sure every player is desperate to get back playing mm. football. And then the big one on Sunday. 01419511025. That is the number you need to get in touch tonight. So let's hear from you. You can tweet as well at ClydeSSB. But there is a big game tonight. So give us all your pre-match thoughts. Rangers fans... Nervous at all? Are the butterflies kicking in? Are you nervous? Are you confident? Who should play? Any team suggestions that you think Steven Gerrard should take on board? You've got time to get them in before the official team lines come out. So let us know. Uh, Celtic fans, maybe you're already looking ahead to the weekend. How much does it matter to you to lay a mark on your great rivals since you've not really managed to do it this season? There's an unbeaten run for them. At stake as well So give us your early thoughts Ahead of the big game on Sunday And we'll look at all the other permutations For this weekend as well It truly is the business end of the season Pick up the phone right now Let's hear you 0141 951 1025 See you all throughout this season This kind of struggle that everyone's on With not being able to get out to games I feel like every every week Or every couple of weeks I find a new, a new reason To be sympathetic with football fans You know whether it's Big games, cup games, cup finals, uh, you know, league winning days, whatever it is, the sun is out today. And that's just got me just a mad, you know, people should be going to Ibrooks tonight, shouldn't they? Yeah. Sun shining, massive European game, building up to it all day, going out there uh, and watching your team, like many fans have had to do across the season. So I'm not saying this is, is unique, but there's something about the sun being out that it just brought it back to me today. Yeah, there's nothing better than going and watching your your team on a sunny night uh, like this. I mean, the fans. He's sunburnt. He is, he's yeah. genuinely sunburnt. He's sunburnt. Sunburnt. Up the hills. I don't know how he's managed that. <laughs> up the hills. Was yeah, was it 10 degrees in Cumberland <laughs> It was, yeah, it was pretty pretty sunny But you're right, Gordon Fans sit in the freezing cold And sit in the pouring rain These are the nights we miss But a huge, huge night for the, the players A chance to deliver And go one step closer I said last week in the show I thought Rangers The way they played And the way they got out of Prague Where we, uh, we a 1-1 Just showed the confidence and belief And their chances Their realistic chances uh, Getting to the final In this competition Have to be taken serious mm. If they can deal with tonight In the last eight 
few big names will go out the competition tonight. Who knows? Do you think we'll do the business tonight? Let's get it in nice and early. We don't even know the team yet, so it's maybe a more difficult question, but. Yes, I think they will do the business um, I'm not just saying that because it's at Ibrox um, I'm saying that based on what I've seen at Rangers this season And all the different challenges they've been posed Different games, big names in Europe um, Smaller teams in our domestic league They have managed all Apart from that blip against St Mirren They have managed to find a way in most of the games And I think they will again tonight I agree I think that um, they'll have to play you know, to their best, Gordon, because I, I like to look at this team. Uh, the did, did Rangers make them look uh, look better because Rangers were off it early on? Well, they could say that obviously the first half they were off it, Gordon, then grew into the game. They looked a lot better second half. Um, but I seen enough in this team that I realised that you know why they went to Leicester and turned Le- Leicester over two 0 um, So if Rangers play their capabilities at Ibrox. They've got guys that will score goals. I think they'll need to score tonight because I think the, the, this team will score. Okay, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Mark's confident, Gordon's confident, but are you Rangers fans? How are you feeling? Are the pre-match nerves setting in, or is it the same confidence that the guys have? Let us know. Let's go to Ibrooks first. Will you get your calls in? Andrew McLean is looking forward to. It. Yeah, you're right, guys. It is a beautiful night here at Ibrooks. The sun is shining, just less than two hours away from kickoff for what could be a huge night for Rangers. Stephen Gerrard certainly wasn't downplaying this one in his pre-match media duties yesterday. He knows just how big a spot in the quarter-finals of the Europa League would be for them. They do have that slight away goal advantage coming into tonight with the tie sitting at one all, but it's hard to tell really how this one will play out. No doubt Slavia Prague were the better side in the early stages of that first leg last week. It took a while for Rangers to settle in, didn't it? But Stephen Gerrard's men know just getting a clean sheet tonight is enough to see them through. But do they rely on that defence that's been so solid for them all season? Maybe bring Scott Arfield into midfield to help with that or do they push for a goal and take the game to their Czech opponents? 21 games Rangers have played this season at home in all competitions so they've won 20 of those so they'll have confidence. The only blip, if you can even call it that, if you can even call it that, sorry, was away to, uh, sorry, was at home to, to Benfica here in the group stages. And Slavia, they have been humbled a couple of times away from home in Europe this season by a Leverkusen and Micheland. Both put four past them, but they have had some good away wins as well against Leicester and against Nice. So maybe the game hangs on what type of Slavia Prague team turn up for this one tonight. Some early team news, Rangers without Ryan Jack and James Tavernier for this one as they're both still injured, but Leon Balogun is back from suspension. I'll give you the full starting lineup when I get it. 0141951102. Thank you to Andrew Let's go straight in with David In fact they're both called David Who was through first uh, I think it was David in Cumbernall Take us away David Are you confident? You know I'm really confident this evening I think uh, after playing uh, the first game against them We've got the handle on them a bit more uh, The first half we were, uh, of the first game against Slab We were a little bit sluggish But I think now We've got the handle of how to play against them now. Um, I think it'll be a lot better now that we've had a full week to prepare for them. Uh, and if you if you watch the last little section of the match um, from last time when we were pressing them against the defence, they looked very shaky at me. They don't they don't like look as if they like defending, and their goalkeeper seems a little bit. Uh, flaky there as well. Some of the stuff that he was doing, I wasn't entirely convinced with him. So. Uh, as well as seeing Morelos had posted like a video of him um, doing long range efforts or something like that on the training ground, so that might come in to affect this this uh, tonight. But oh, listen, I wouldn't read too much into that, David, because Keith Gordon DL in his day, if there was such a thing as cameras on the training ground and he scored 
a a top corner strike from outside But he'd be putting it up He'd be showing it off to everyone And you'd be ignoring all the other stuff that went on Is that, that, that what you strikers do? Um, yeah, I like to show off a bit, Gordon okay. um, But unfortunately there was not that technology in my day and Was certainly, it a VHS? And or was you like, Wraith Rovers trying to cam on the shoulder? And certainly I wouldn't be practising long distance shots I can't, can't kick it that far, far. Right, so, On a serious note David says, you know Having now got to grips, if you like With, with Prague Maybe learning some lessons from the first half First half hour Is that something you'd expect tonight? Well I know what David's saying But it took a, a magnificent save from uh, Alton McGregor To get them out there 1-1 Gordon Rangers had chances too though yeah, they not no, look, I, thought, I thought Rangers second half were, were terrific And um, I think tonight They will have to score I think this team obviously will have to take chances at some time I don't think they'll just come out and throw everybody forward in the first 10-15 minutes but they'll certainly take risks because if it's a nil-nil they're out so they've got to take that gamble I think that plays right into Rangers' hands but I do believe this team are capable of scoring at Ibrox uh, but I do also believe that Rangers have got the firepower to score 2-3 or three. I mean Mark, there's a theory out there not mine of course You know, really down to the callers last night definitely not my theory um, that Rangers were just shaking off their celebrations from the weekend um, <laughs> in the first half last week. Who knows? Well, listen, it certainly looked like that in the first 25 minutes anyway. But look, you've got to give credit to Slavia Prague, how they approached the game uh, last week. Their energy was incredible. We touched on it several times. And Rangers found it hard to play out through the back. You know, it was almost like Slavia Prague were allowing them the first pass and then pouncing on the midfield, winning the ball back high up the pitch. And then attacking from there The one thing you, You've got to say About Steven Gerrard And Gary McAllister And Michael Beale Is they're very good At learning From mistakes And I think they got The players in at half time They had to rethink How they were going to play And they came out A much better team In the second half And they've done that Continuously In games When it hasn't went right In the first half Or they see a problem They get their heads together And they think mm. about A way out of it I think tonight or, or this week should I say They would have been thinking a lot About how that first 25 minutes Played out And I don't expect to see A repeat of that I think it'll be Rules reversed if anything Such a big prize up for grabs David Europa League Quarter finals How much would that Mean to you as a fan How big an achievement would it be? Well if you think about It wasn't it too long Long ago That we were get We got bet by Progress Nidacorn It wasn't it too long ago And uh, The journey that we've been on Has been absolutely incredible Now that we've got The 55th League title Under our belt I think it's All all about dreaming now uh, It's the dream of getting further in Europe And obviously we've got Europe uh, The big Champions League next year I look forward to it. And why not? Why can't we go further? I've, I really believe in a Rangers team They've not once in Europe Given me pause to doubt them So I believe that they'll get the, the victory today I think it'll be 2-1 Can't really argue with that Gordon over the last couple of seasons mm-hmm. How often do Scottish teams go through you know, Back-to-back European campaigns Really without any bad results I mean Rangers got knocked out Eventually last year off By Leverkusen Because they were better And eventually Our teams reach a A sort of ceiling if you like But You can It's un, not that it guarantees anything But it's understandable that That's where David gets his confidence from Yeah and I think the I think the fact that If they do get through tonight And we're all expecting that We're all hoping for that Gordon To be in the draw I don't think any of the other teams Will be sitting there thinking you know, we hope we get Rangers. Uh, well, they might. Did Prague not cheer this yeah, result? Yeah, and the manager yeah. said, "Ah, we just wanted to come for a wee look at Ibrox. We like Ibrox." Yeah, but uh, come back to bite them. That may just come back to bite them tonight. Um, but I don't think there's many teams out there because Rangers have been terrific in Europe, and I think their best performances have been away from home. 
you know, you look at um, last week as we were all touching on there, the first half they weren't at it. Saying half they come, you, you go there 1 0, even gone, you're thinking that's a good result. Away from home, difficult place, 1 0, we'll take it back to Ibrox. But they went for a game. You know, they were very positive. The, the way they play away from home in Europe is terrific for me. They don't change their system, they're very attacking, they can score goals. But as I said tonight, I'm with David. I think they'll need to score maybe two or three tonight to get through. And I think they're uh, they're capable of doing that. Are you doing anything in particular with the team, David? Any names that you think must play? Well, I'm sure there are a few that you think must play, but any debates to be had? I would leave Kamara. I know that's going to be... I'm going to get pelted from my, right, my, my fellow Rangers fans for that. Yeah, yeah, I just thought I well, like him in, in the match there. David, David, shh. <laughs> Kamara I did not expect that name to come up out of all the names Come on then David, give us your reason I just didn't like the way that he, he was playing uh, yesterday babe. Uh, The last time he was just It just seemed a little bit sluggish on the ball He seemed to get caught quite a lot um, out. But I think that was the rest of the team The first half they were getting The whole team was having a wee But he just didn't seem to get any better Throughout the match uh, I think as a few other options that you might be able to put in there I would put Arfield in place of him I really would I think he did really magnificently later on uh, in the match uh, he seemed to get a lot forward a lot more than what Kamara did um, I think uh, it'll be a good I think it'll be a good shot, shout to get mm. Arfield in there I think there's, there's no Ryan Jack of course as yeah. Andrew told us one question Mark for me and the team Gordon uh, I won't be surprised if he sticks with the, the same 11 uh, I won't be surprised at all but if he's going to change anything, the one person I think down there is would be in uh, trouble is Hadji, maybe. He may go for an Arfield, he may go for a Ruth, he may go... Depends on how he's thinking. But I don't see, obviously, Kamara. Kamara is a certainty play, Davis will play, Arebo will play, Morelis Kent. So I just think if he's going to change, and he might not, then I think it'll be Hadji for an Arfield or a, a, a roof or someone like that. David, they're not having it at all, but it was a pleasure to speak to you. 01419511025. I actually meant to ask David um, how hot it is in Cumbernauld, because I'm just looking at Mark Wilson's face. I mean, he's not <laughs> even in the same room, and I can feel the heat radiating yeah, off it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, David's gone. Let's bring in another David. Other names are available. This one's in Pollock Shields. How are you feeling ahead of tonight, David? Hi, uh, evening, gents. Thanks for having us again. Uh, I am buzzing. Gordon DL, you're stealing my point there, boss. Ooh, well uh, I agree with you. I think, uh, I think Haji is the one that I would leave it tonight, or put, at least put him on the bench and put Arfield in there with Kamara. I think Haji's maybe, at this moment in time, just a wee bit too lightweight to get against a big team like Prague. Because uh, there's some big boys in there, and the, the, he was hustled off the ball too easy last week for me. Um, but having said that, uh, I think that you know whoever they go with, I think that we've got enough quality. I think we will qualify tonight. Um, looking at the, the the previous round, and I know there's a lot of Angels fans going on about how they beat Leicester. They beat Leicester, you know, and they were really comfortable. Leicester were nowhere near their best that night. I watched that game, and they were nowhere near their best. Every, all the, the the Leicester attacks were right in front of the Prague defence. It was just meat and vegetables for them. You know, they made it too easy for them. They never really stretched them, got in the channels, never really get in behind the Prague defence. And that is what's going to need to happen tonight. But I think we've got the firepower to do that. I've not, I'm noticing a bit of a split on the Yanis the Hadji one, right? Because Gordon agrees with you, David. He thinks maybe not for tonight. Someone like Scott Arfield more suitable. 
Andy Halliday was in the studio last night Said the exact same thing He said when it gets to these big games Yanis Hadji more often than not Drops out And he said he's a very good impact player So that's worth bearing in mind As one to she To, to bring on but, but you know We got tweets in Giving it you know Nonsense Nonsense yeah. Hadji has to play The argument against that Gordon Just quickly is See if I was away from home And Hadji's left out You think You can understand that I could really understand that But he played Hadji over there So that's why He might just go mm. With the same starting 11 But If he's going to make a tweak I think that's where It'll come from Not okay. nowhere else I think Hadji will miss out tonight. I think he'll bring Arfield in, push a Rebo up, and uh, it'll be a front three of Rebo, Morelos, and Kent. Um, I think Hadji, a good player. I think he, I think he often shows it in flashes, though. And tonight, I listened to Andy Halliday last night saying possession-wise, Arfield, I think, would be a better bet in the middle of the park. Um, David, there was, I suppose, if you were looking for areas for concern. The start of the game last time out they, they went quite direct didn't they They looked quite quick They were trying to get in behind Rangers And, and run them that way Is that something that, yep. that concerns you at all? Not particularly Because I think we've, we've learnt for that now, I think uh, I think the manager will understand That at least for the first 10-15 minutes tonight The message should be clear enough Get out, be solid Be prepared for them running at you Because they're the ones that have got to score tonight you know, at the end of the day, enough in each uh, tonight suits us. So they've got to be the ones that come out and, and, and sort of go for it. Maybe not right at the start, but they've got to go for it at some point. I expect them to come out and, 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 and try and go quick at Rangers tonight. Um, and I think uh, that's where we've just got to be really solid. First 10, 15 minutes, just make sure we keep them, you know, as far away from the, uh, the box as possible. Uh, don't let them get down the channels. Uh, if we could do that and, and see that out I think we can definitely Get them on the break And I think we'll definitely Have our moments Where we'll be going forward And as I say I think we've definitely Got enough firepower up front Push that defence about Get them uh, Shifted out of positions Get the See the gaps opening up And then get played into them And, and hopefully we'll get The result for there You know Sounds like a good game plan to me David Thank you very much That was David In Pollock Shields 01419511025 If you want to keep building up to that game Let's do it We're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard next What about you Celtic fans You uh, get to sit and Be fresh I guess For Sunday Does that make any difference Can you see your team uh, Ending Rangers unbeaten league run How much does it matter to you Now that the league's over Would it be nice to land something on them Give give us your, your thoughts Sum up how you're feeling You tell us 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB We'll speak to you soon You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here It's 01419511025 to join in uh, We were about to speak to Tom in Dilmarnock Who I think has just disappeared So Tom if you're listening Pick up the phone again Give us a call back I uh, don't want you to miss out uh, We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB Do you know what I've noticed about the Thursday night? Right? The usual like football tweets will come in Obviously that's what happens every night But there seems to be a real focus on slagging you two Like the way you look Or you know something completely irrelevant to the show really mm. um, But I, I see, enjoy the mark mostly tonight actually Yeah. So let's, let's get a lot more when, when was the last time you? Not. When was the last time you were on Sky Television recently? Oh yeah, yeah. When, um, how, how recently are we talking? Uh, when, <laughs> yeah, 
Yesterday. What's it? Yesterday. Just so busy. Oh, look, it'll be so busy. He's yesterday. A-list. Tuesday. He's everywhere. Ah, uh, I, I, get enough I didn't watch it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> put myself through <laughs> that. Why? What's this Craig is on. CJ. He says, "Can we discuss the Bombay Dreams Barnet on the show tonight? Can't believe he was on Sky with that hairdo, and he's attached <laughs> a picture, and it is looking pretty grim. It's, but you can't get it cut just now. Well, what else is a man meant to do? <laughs> well, listen, I, I can't do it, and does. I mean, look at the earmuffs, though. The right earmuffs, over the ears are terrible. What I'm finding difficult is uh, there seems to be a lot of footballers out there that were watching TV with mm-hmm. a lot of tidy haircuts. I mean, all their wives or girlfriends no, can't I, be I, I hairdressers. Think, I think, and people, cl- every club can get in touch and correct me if I'm wrong. I think some have gone to the trouble of sort of testing people and bringing them into a bubble and, and oh, really? out. I think so. You're oh, right though, they all, they all look far too, right. well, too fresh I, you, you gave up that right when when you retired And now you've got hair grown over your ears on I, national I'd be, TV I'd be more <laughs> concerned about the t-shirt he's got on tonight You have a look at that You're mm. having that It's like a big well, pair of pants with roses on it Wait, wait. <laughs> we, we can't advertise the make of this, can we? But I, it's just it's a, normal t- it's a normal t-shirt that young guys would wear But Daz has never seen this emblem on it And he said What is that? What is that? Okay. Honestly, he's he's had to wait months to get his own back after turning up like a frustrated PE teacher. <laughs> remember that night we had the stripy polo shirt. Remember that night? Oh, every night, week. I know, I know. It, it really I'm is. Okay, tonight. To be fair, right? Okay. Oh, one four one nine five one one zero two five. There there is a football discussion out there on Twitter as well. A real debate. I, I mentioned that you know, RFC says. Uh, Hadji made the goal last week What are my fellow fans on? Steve Yorker Who set up the goal last week Hadji has the craft He has to play I think it hasn't been great From coming back um, From injury Um, David's shout about dropping Kamara Hasn't gone down great (laughs) And I don't know If I can read out most of them To be honest Um, Quite a few serious accusations About David's um, In there To be fair TJ agrees He says David's right Kamara had a shocker last week Davis Arfield and the Rebo to start And if we need some sauce Bring on Kamara Donna Right okay Uh, (laughs) I don't know about that Uh, Yeah it's 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSP Let's hear from The Rangers manager Stephen Gerrard Let's hear from you though Rangers fans Confidence Yes or no Somewhere in between What about the team There seems to be a big Yanis Hadji debate All of a sudden I don't even know how it happened But it's here Should he play Should he not Let's hear from the manager To come up against the team um, At this stage Of this competition You've got to have respect um, Both legs Home and away um, We've played against this team Now for 90 minutes So um, If anything We've only got Even more respect for them Because you can see Quite clearly They play at a real High intensity They've got good players That can hurt you If you give them time and space And um, they're a very fit Powerful team Almost German-like um, In terms of How they go about it So um, We're under no illusions And we've got every Bit of respect for this team But we've got no fear as well We're, we're a team that Are here Because we deserve to be here We're here because we're a good team We've got international players Ourselves Really strong home record and um, everyone's looking forward to this game with excitement and belief that if we find our level and our best, um, we believe it could be enough. How much confidence will the back four have knowing that Alan McGregor's behind them, Gordon? This won't have changed, obviously. I'm not saying you pin all this on one save, but at this stage of competition, you need big moments. And mm. seven days on, people are still talking about that save. That's the level it was at. People can decide how good and if it's the best ever and what it was better than, but... It was clearly at a level with people still talking about it days on. How important can he be on nights like this? Well, he's massive. Um, he's a terrific goalkeeper, Gordon. He showed that, not just last week, he showed that throughout his career. 
he's got better wage for me I've got to say um, and as a defender Mark will tell you better um, you know there's times when you can you know get people in behind or get a header a free header away or a lack of concentration defence and you depend on a keeper and when you've got somebody like McGregor behind you in the nets then you're thinking we've got a good chance to keep a clean sheet I think McGregor, as I say, is better wage now. I think he's a top, top class goalkeeper, I've got to say. And I'm sure not just the Rangers defence, but the Rangers manager is delighted that he's in the goals. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that totally. I mean, I played with some outstanding goalkeepers, Boric and Fraser Forster. And I'm not just saying this, if we did give up a chance, if there was a one-on-one, I always felt confident that they would dig us out a hole. Always had that belief that they would do it, and quite often they did. And I, I truly believe that's this Rangers back for all season, knowing that if they give an opportunity up or there's a, you know, they win the header like last week, his reaction stops are outstanding. And it, it just breeds confidence throughout the team. There's nothing better if you're a defender, Gordon, playing with an accomplished goalkeeper who you know is going to dig you out more often than not. Uh, Alan is in Falkirk. Alan, sometimes that's the beauty of live radio and the phone in. All of a sudden, one caller was talking about Yanis Hadji and it seems to have developed into a Yanis Hadji debate. Should he play tonight? Should he not? What are your thoughts? Hello. Hi. Hi, Gordon. Good evening, panel. Uh, I think, like the earlier caller, I think Scott Arfield may be coming tonight. Uh, sometimes Hadji is a bit light, uh, maybe a bit more strength tonight. Uh, so that was my point. But could I come back with another one when they finish, please? Yep, no problem. Um, Gordon, earlier this season it would have been a bit more of a no-brainer, wouldn't it? Because of the, of the way, easy for me to say, that Scott Arfield started the season. He gets injured. Whether we've whether we've had the chance really to see the best of him since or not is a different matter. We said last night as well. We did the press yesterday. I don't know. Sometimes that's a clue, mm. but sometimes you can fall for it, and it gets. Throw well, back in your face Well it's well known I'm a massive Scott Arfield fan I think he brings So much to the table For Rangers um, Gordon I won't uh, The only reason I mentioned Hadji tonight Was because Someone The first caller Said about Kamara Right Now I will not be surprised If Andrew McLean Reads out the teams And it's the exact same lineup Because they're at home Hadji does create He's starting to Score goals as well uh, He's playing With a bit of confidence So I will not be surprised If he starts with The same starting 11 But if they was going to tweak it And it's a big if Then I think it would have been Hadji For for instance For an Arfield Or even throw under roof tonight I think Rangers though Does Had their best period in the game When Hadji went off last week I know what you're saying He started And Steven Gerrard put his faith in him And Hadji Yes Created the goal With a, a little bit of cover play But I think when he went off I know the game opened up But I still think Rangers played better um, When they pushed their evil up um, Alan, are you confident tonight? I think I've lost Alan. I'm not sure what happened. We'll try and get Alan back on the line. 0141951025. Um, yeah, I think he is. I'm not sure. Right. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. Uh, remember, but even better, give us a call. We really want to hear. From. We'll try Alan once more. Alan, can you hear me? No, I don't know. I don't know where he is. We'll get him. We'll try and get him back. He's no bother. He's signals dodgy in Falkirk tonight. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's the thing, Gordon. I don't think all this season there's not really been much debate about about the Ranger team. You know, when they all come in and tend to do a bit of a job, 
Um, even last night, we were speculating a little bit with Andy Halliday, sort of, you know, pace over the top. Does that give Balogun a better chance of playing because he did in some of those early European games? But latterly, it seems a lot of faith put in Halander and he, he makes up for that in other ways, yeah. doesn't he? Oh, but the usual back four, obviously, Patterson in at right back for the injured Tavernier. Uh, the goalkeeper, I don't think the middle of the park will change. Um, as I keep uh, saying here Gordon He could keep it the same I wouldn't be surprised But the one thing he knows is If he does uh, Go to tweak it a little bit And bring in someone for Hadji Or whatever it may be He knows he gets someone That can come in and do that job he, The manager will have looked at the game uh, Looked at the way they played the second half And Mark's right about You know substitutions Made an impact in the game Of course they did And that's why, the, that's why you make substitutions You're hoping they make an impact so it'll be interesting to see what he goes with tonight. Uh, but whatever he goes with, it's a real mm. uh, strong start in eleven. Right, we've actually got the Rangers team, but Ian and Blantyre was just through before. So quickly, Ian, um, before we ruin the surprise, should Janice Adji start tonight? Yes. Right, you hold that thought, and now we'll find out if he is or not. Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, Ian's going to be disappointed because there is no Yanis Hadji for Rangers tonight and there's no Philip Hellander either. Leon Balogun comes into the side, as does Scott Arfield. So it will be Alan McGregor who starts in goal. The back four, Nathan Patterson, Connor Goldson, Leon Balogun and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Stephen Davis, Glenn Kamara and Scott Arfield with Joe Rebo and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, McLaughlin, Bassey, Hellander, Hadji, Itten, Zungu, Wright, Stewart, Roof, Simpson and King. Oh, I wish I had made that Balogun and Hillander point with a bit more conviction. Are you still giving me it? Is it was it I'll st- give you it, Gordon, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, I said he would go with I Balogun. I wimped out it a wee bit at the end, though, didn't I? I tried to give it all. Oh, you know, Hillander might make up for it in other ways. God, mm. A bit of courage, honestly. Yeah, yeah. good shout for you. No, absolutely that was the same. It. I thought it I did. You, thought did you fancy way. Balogun tonight? That's what I said, isn't it? I tried yeah. to just throw it out there. Because you guys, no one cares what I think, but I just try to plant wee seeds and uh, see if you. Uh, it was very good, Gordon, because I thought he would have went with Hollander. Well, I've got to I say, but I can understand by the pace that they've got and, you know, mm. sometimes the ball over the top. Yep. So, um, it's a right. good choice. Ian, that's the quickest we've ever burst anyone's bubble on the show. I think you wanted Hadji to start and, and he doesn't. What do you make of that team then? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to make of it. Well, well, I know Philip Hollander scored the goal last Thursday. I was listening to it last Thursday then, uh, what else? But I think it's all right. I think it's quite a strong team. Because I was on my, I was on the RNIB's phone in on, on a Tuesday afternoon. I've gone to that now. So I, I was speaking to, and I was speaking to, you know, you know the man from down south, the Hibs fan, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, Maka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was spe- I was speaking to him, and I speak to him on a Tuesday afternoon, and then others. Hibs fans, Aberdeen fans, they're all over Scotland, they're all, and then there's myself as well. A lot, so. lot of bragging rights for Ian at the moment then, I would imagine, on their mark. What, what, a, a bit more then, let's elaborate on that defensive situation. Ian's pretty happy, although he wanted Hadji to start, um, you know, is still pretty happy. Like we said, it's not like there's much in it at the moment between a lot of these Rangers players. Are you surprised about Hollander out for Balogun? Not really, the only, listen, the only surprise would be be the argument of well he scored the goal last week and he has been relatively solid for Rangers I was honestly Gordon just about to say when you were making your point if you're Balligan I mean how bad would you feel because you've hardly put a foot wrong yet you're still finding yourself on the bench so that's why I was of the thinking that he's got the attributes to play tonight because like Daz says he's quick 
He can deal with that threat Much more uh, Why are you doing Hollander that? Why can. are you doing that? He's trying to make a serious point He's He does this all the time You've left not. You've left your mic position You've gone over to the window Of his <laughs> studio it's, it's, it's And just staring at him what, Why but, are you doing that? Because yeah, that is, yeah, that is typical That's typical Wilson isn't it? He waits to Balligan's named And comes out with all the <laughs> reasons Just he because He says to me tonight Before we come in here Hollander and Golson <laughs> Good partners out there Just tonight. because 30 seconds before you says Yeah I'll be the usual back four <laughs> <laughs> and you said tomorrow last week as well and got it wrong. So look, no, I, I just think it nullifies that threat better. You give yourself a better chance. But listen, if Hollander was in, you know, as long as you've got Goldson and Barisic and McGregor, you know, they're the they're the three mainstays of that mm. team. The other the other two have come in either side of them. Uh, you know, really just taking on from then. So no big worries for Rangers tonight with him coming in. Ian, where are the confidence levels then? How confident are you? Uh, I'm quietly confident that we'll get through tonight and um, I just would like to wish Walter Smith all the best as well I I was very shocked to hear that news Mm -hmm. on Saturday Yeah, well said I think that goes without saying on behalf of everyone here we would definitely echo that as well so thank you to Ian Quietly confident without knowing for sure I feel like that would possibly sum up the, the kind of Average opinion If you like Amongst Rangers fans I would think so I, I mean They understand that. I think Rangers fans Understand that this Team Are a decent outfit If you go back And look at them In the past couple of years What they've done In the Champions League The Europa League Group stages this year You know Beating Leicester that, That's a big signal That this team Are half decent Then seeing them um, For the first hour um, They realise That there are dangers there But I think Rangers fans will realise that their team didn't play the best last week and can play much better and have dealt with big names at Ibrox uh, in the last couple of years. So that's why they they will be confident going into this one. Right, well, forget that, right? This might be a big game, but this might just be more important, Mark. Peter Waters has got an answer for you. So he's sent me an article and apparently the the big shot English Premier League players are exploiting a loophole in the rules to get their hair cut. Um, and the article says I don't know if it's true um, That you know If you're a, if you're a TV star And you've got filming coming up uh, You can get a haircut And the, what? the players have been using that loophole Technically If you were on no. television You are a TV star yesterday Yeah I mean we've got little oh. Kind of webcam cameras in here Does, does that qualify? No, I don't of know Of course it does I need to get yeah. these earmuffs trimmed So If there's any Any willing mm. barbers out there can you imagine him phoning up and saying, well, they're like, we're shot, what are you on about? And he's I know, but I'm a TV star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you well, not heard about this? The well, full salmon has star. to come in to take care and wash my hair. Have you not seen Twitter? the Bombay Dreams menu? I think you'll find that. <laughs> uh, right, thank you, Ian in Blantyre. Enjoy the game. 01419511025. Ken's a Celtic fan. He's got thoughts on this weekend's game and Scott Brown. And we'll hear them next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. We're building up to kick off at Ibrooks. Uh, get your calls in on that or anything else. We'd love to hear from you on whatever topic you fancy. I like it when you know tweets are coming in and kind of real time. But I'm trying to keep up with them. And uh, John Belton was saying Haji's getting a bit of stick. I think a lot of players would have left the ball that he caught for the goal. Even Gerard praised him. He gets my vote to start. And then John just replies to his own tweet. He says, "Oh well, forget that lol because <laughs> we gave you the team just before. Uh, and if that was the one that maybe surprised people, uh, yeah, no, Yanis Haji Arfield starts. Perhaps the biggest one though, Balogun in uh, in place of. Hillander. Jason Morrison says I knew Balogun would come in Because Slavia have pace in all areas uh, Their keeper doesn't look too comfortable Rangers to go through Let's bring in Ken 
who is a Celtic fan and see what's on his mind tonight. Take it away, Kent. Hi guys, how you doing? First of all, I'd like to say that I think if Gordon Dale went to get a haircut and said, I'm a TV star, they may say, I pray, but you've you got a face for radio though. Well, thank anyway. you very much, Ken, for those kind <laughs> words. <laughs> on, that, on that note. <laughs> Aye, on that note, I mean, on the upcoming Glasgow Derby on Sunday, I mean, I'm confident that Celtic can get a result. I mean, uh, the last game, Kennedy had them playing quite well, a lot of chances. Uh, hopefully they're working on training to make, make turn those chances into goals. You know, so... Uh, and Rangers haven't got as much to play for, I don't think. I mean, all right, they've got to keep their unbeaten run going, but they've won the title. Uh, also, I hope that Celtic do give my guard of honour uh, a bit of respect. But also, uh, on Scott Brown, I think with the... Well, let's year, take those those points first, Ken, because you've covered a lot of good ground there. Um, I don't know which order, Mark. You said you have played in... meetings between these sides after the league has been won, and yeah. you still thought... You know, made no difference. The incentive was still there. Um, from memory, I guess there was never an unbeaten run. No, up for grabs no. though. Um, an unbeaten league season. I don't. Know, does that did that that'll add something extra then? Of course, I would imagine. I, I, Rangers will be desperate not to lose this one. Doesn't matter if they go through tonight and they celebrate. You know, all night they will be focused on Sunday's game because the tag of Invincibles is something special. I never thought I'd see it done in Scotland When the Celtic team done it I didn't think I'd see it repeated So close to happening These Rangers players And some of them have been through the mill You know you look at Tavernier Goldson's been there and got a lot of stick They're in that back four Who could finish the season as invincibles In the Premiership mm. So of course it matters I mean Ken's hope I guess you would call it Is that Rangers don't have as much to play for in his book no. um, And that could you know, kind of benefit Celtic in some way. No, Rangers have got everything to play for, and so have Celtic. Because um, the minute these two teams come together, Gordon, forget about tonight, forget about tiredness, forget about everything. It's about winning. It's about their bragging rights, even for the supporters that unfortunately can't get into the ground just now. And uh, all eyes will be focused at Celtic Park at twelve o'clock on Sunday. Don't be kidding on that, and it means so much to them. It'll be interesting. I think that you know. <sighs> The pressure really is mounting on Celtic because John Kennedy's in charge. He's trying to put his name forward for a job. Rangers have had the bragging rights and um, Celtic really need a result. But you're talking about a Rangers team that are playing with a hell of a lot of confidence just now. Yeah, and Ken's also basing his confidence, Mark, on he said Kennedy had them playing quite well previously. Is it fair to say that maybe some would dispute that? I mean, you're right, they created a lot of chances and so on, but that... The, the the game at Tannadice, the disappointment of that got lost in the fact that Rangers won the league. All the focus sort of shifted onto Rangers, and and that's what um, you know we spent the next couple of days talking about. Yeah, but it, it was another um, pretty typical performance that oh, the Celtic fans have seen throughout this yeah, season. Yeah, no real cutting edge, no end product. Um, Ken's right in terms of chances. When you look at it in papers, I think Celtic created was it twenty seven chances. I think maybe twelve on target. Um, out of those ones on target, which ones could you really say were were outstanding that made the goalkeeper work perhaps two or three um, not clinical enough so that's something Celtic will have to improve on come Sunday if they are to beat Rangers I can see Charles on the line very unhappy because you used the word invincibles with regards to Rangers mm. you, meant in, you meant in the league you know they lost in the cup well I did follow up by Premiership so, so maybe, yeah. maybe again people hear what they want I said invincibles in the Premiership um, Ken what was your point about Scott Brown? 
Well, I mean, Scott Brown, I mean, he has done he has done a lot for Celtic. There's no dispute in that. I mean, he has been a great, he's been a great captain. He's been a great leader on and off the pitch. But I think he's only got maybe a year or two maybe left. And I think for him personally, if he gets the opportunity to to go as an assistant to somebody who's managing the probably the best team out with the the Glasgow pair in Scotland, I think it's an opportunity that he shouldn't pass up. And the a new era coming in at Celtic Park, whoever the new manager should be, uh, let him stamp his mark on it. I uh, just think that Scott Brown won't play too much, so I think you should take, if he's offered the opportunity to go to Aberdeen as an assistant coach player, then I think you mm-hmm. should take it. Mark, you know him well. I'm not sure if this has come up too often when you've been on the show. I can't remember it. Uh, either that or whatever you said on the subject was boring and I've forgotten about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Remind me then if you have before and if not, what what are your thoughts on that? Can I know uh, the what? Aberdeen Scott Brown thing? Yeah. Um I find it difficult to to think he would go there. I guess an attractive proposition if it was up for, for debate, an assistant manager's role and then uh, or coach and you know, player days it I've just got a gut feeling that Scott Brown will be at Celtic and there will be a coaching role there. Somewhere Now I'm not saying It'll be in the dugout On a first team Basis But I think maybe You know uh, You know The younger teams He may be introduced There I think Celtic Will keep him But it's a very interesting one Because Who makes that decision To keep him Does Peter Lowell Make the decision Does Don McKay Make the decision Or does The director of football Whoever that is Or the new manager Make the decision Nobody knows At the minute And I'm pretty sure Scott Brown's sitting there Thinking well Who's going to offer me something? Or if Peter Lawwell is offering them something just now, well, I sign it. What if a manager comes in and I don't go on with him straight away? Well, it's a waste of my time. So it's a it's an odd situation to begin into the last couple of months of the season and nothing being tied up in that respect for the, the captain at the minute. Ken, thank you. 01419511025. Let's bring in John in Thornley Bank and see what's on his mind tonight. Hi, John. And guys, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Good. It's basically, I'm absolutely. I've, I've tried to go on in the last couple of weeks. I'm just fed up with hearing Kennedy's name even getting thrown into the job for Celtic. John Kennedy. I'm sure Mark. Mark's got more obviously contacts than me. But when Ronnie Delia was there, it was clear when you watch when you watch the body language and you watch Ronnie Delia looked as if he was assistant to John Kennedy when when uh, Ronnie Delia was there. And, and between, I, I've met people who obviously around the bike park head sometimes and. They said the same thing. They said, he's a nice guy, but he cannot coach. You know, and this is... So I'm just fed up hearing his name even been brought in. Yeah, the good thing when uh, Brendan Rodgers was there, he had full control. You could see, you know, even he get rid of John Park, who was the most overrated talent spotter I've ever seen in my life. And then he brought he brought in his own his own guys straight in. John Kennedy, has, he's felt they've got a chance going forward. They have to get rid of Kennedy. They have to get rid of everybody. Get a proper recruitment guy in who can go and identify players that play for our system and not guys that will just come and fit in and take a wage. You know, that's just what I'm thinking. So basically, I, want to, I don't think John Kennedy should be see, in. You know? see these people that you're meeting that say John Kennedy can't coach. John, are they, are they fans or are they people that have worked under him? Because I feel like everyone who's worked with him um, always says he's a great coach. Well, that's just, that is actually guys that used to get coached with when they were younger, and they basically said, they basically said, it's a guy, he's a top guy, but as a coach, he's not got a clue. This is what I've been told with guys who've been there, you know, 
I'm not saying I'm 100% concrete right, but Mark should be able to hopefully tell us that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think I'll he's tell you, yeah, 100% concrete wrong uh, in that assessment. And even the younger guys, I'd find that very difficult to believe that younger guys um, said that about John. Because I, I, I was at the club when John was given uh, the role of development team coach. I witnessed John coaching the young players. The way they looked up to him, the sessions he put on, some of the first team used to watch it and think, geez, that's, that's a brilliant session. And he has went from strength to strength. And every manager who's come in, has had nothing but good things to say. And Brendan Rogers it gave him the biggest mm. going report. So I find that hard to believe, we're that bit, assessment. We're a bit pushed for time, John. Give me more on your, your John Park theory because, I mean, you're not going to get everyone right, but as a body of work, I feel like there were quite a few success stories in there, were there not? Can I give you one example? Uh, Celtic signed Victor Winyama and yeah. people refer to Victor Winyama as soon as you go or John Park brought someone in you know I, I read a wee bit on the internet and it's Bobby Williamson saying he tipped Celtic off about about uh, Victor Winyama but nobody said Bobby Williamson done Celtic mm. a good deed it just comes under John Park done a good signing yet all the bad ones you know they just slip away but any good ones it's like oh it's John Park you know I just I just don't think John Park was what, he, what, what he's portrayed in the media mm. to be honest well, like I say, Mark, that John will be right to an extent because you you don't get them all right. Every head of recruitment, scout, talent sport, mm-hmm. whatever it is, is going to have and bad what, ones. But but my goodness, there were some big success I stories think, as well. I, I think not? John Parr uh, done a terrific job for Celtic. Everybody's got their opinion. Um, he's talking there. John's talking about um, you know Bobby Wilson. That's what happens in football. You know, you'll talk to managers, you'll talk to coaches that have noticed players and, you know, they can't get them. They'll say to mm. coaches or scouts, look, go and have a look. Now, and what, John, if, what if the bad ones came about that way as well? Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly, worth bearing in mind. Exactly, Gordon. <laughs> so it's your job is, uh, is to keep mm. the connections in football, go and have a look and then decide mm. if he's going to fit in your club. And John Park made that decision. Oh, that was a good decision. Some poetry about Mark's hair. Thank you to John and Thornley Bank. The mushroom has some barnet. And he needs a little trim Because in another fortnight He'll look like ex-boss Wim He said to Gordon Duncan Doing super scoreboard shows This bush is getting messy Daz said I've seen a few of those Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Ah, we better leave that one there Beat the Pundit time Your chance to take on Mark Wilson or Gordon Diel And ruin their evening 01419511025 The lines close at 7 o'clock So be quick Because your chance to beat the Pundit is next Play Clyde One On your smart speaker Mobile And your radio Across Glasgow and the West This This Is Clyde One the NHS Louisa Jordan is to shut by the end of March without having to treat a single COVID patient. The temporary facility in Glasgow was set up to support Scotland's response to the pandemic in April. The mass vaccination centre is now relocating to the SSC Hydro. Our other top story, two bodies have been found in the search for a mother and daughter missing in Dundee. They were discovered by police hidden in a house in Troon Avenue after a near two-week search. A reporter, Callum Clark, is there for Clyde News. Within this quiet residential street, a major investigation has been ongoing. Now, police have made a significant development. This is a significant development in what has been a particularly challenging inquiry for everyone involved. Bellin's family have been informed of this development and we will continue to support them at this difficult 
time. That's Detective Superintendent Graham Mackey. 25-year-old Benlin Burke and her two-year-old Jellica were reported missing at the start of the month. The search is centred around a property behind me where I can see a forensic tent remains outside. The bodies have yet to be formally identified, but Benlin's family has been informed. A number of European countries are resuming the rollout of the Oxford-AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. It's after the EU medicines regulator looked into concerns it was linked to blood clots and concluded it's safe and effective. That's as Scotland will have around 500,000 fewer vaccine doses next month. But all over 50s and those with underlying health conditions are still expected to get a first jag by the middle of next month. A 44-year-old man's due in court on Monday after bomb disposal experts were called to reports of a suspicious package in Clyde Bank this afternoon. Officers were sent to Kilbowie Road around midday. No one was hurt. And Dundee's V&A Museum will include an iconic Glasgow venue in an exhibit on the evolution of nightclubs when it opens again in May. Managing Director of Sub Club Mike Grieve isn't surprised. The sub clubs had a big influence on nightlife generally in, in Scotland um, and beyond. Take us with you and catch up with the shows you missed. Download the Clyde One app from the app Store. A mainly dry and clear evening with a few fog patches overnight. Lows of five. That's the latest. I'm Colette McGonagall. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 To get your calls in We're building up to kick off in the big game In Glasgow in the Europa League Rangers taking on Slavia Prague So keep your pre-match thoughts coming in on that one um, Been hearing from some Celtic fans Ahead of this weekend And the managerial situation What about you St Mirren fans? We're going to hear from Jim Goodwin very soon You're so so close Touching distance Are you going to get over the line And make the top six? Uh, do let us know Just before the news I read you a bit of poetry Of course about Mark Wilson's um, yeah. hair And um, CA2451 is on and says Ha 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 I nearly spat my drink out there Ask Daza if he likes the And he's just attached a, You know it's a, an emoji I can't possibly think what that would be Ask Daza if he likes I mean it looks a bit like a m- like? Maybe a squirrel Maybe a porcupine Something along that I can't possibly think What that would be So we'll let him We'll let him leave that one Bit in nature uh, Yeah something like that um, Let's do this first Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Okay Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson Are standing by One of them Is going to take on David from Leeds How's it going David? Yeah very well mate How are you? Not bad at all uh, Do you fancy yourself? Are you feeling confident? Ah, yeah, I don't know, I guess so But um, yeah, these guys are these guys are formidable Especially that haircut that Mark. I don't spoke. know about that you ever, you ever done karaoke before, David? Uh, nah, nah No, never, I was just going to say Because you know that way that if you do You want to make sure that the guy before you is hopeless, right? Because then you look, you look better <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure last night's contestant got a zero So in the oh. karaoke equivalent David's fine, this cannot go wrong Sing whatever you like mm-hmm. And it should be better than what we got last night Was that right? Callum was that last night We got a zero uh, I think it was So let's toss the coin If it's heads It will be Mark Wilson And if it's tails It will be Gordon DL You lost on Tuesday as well oh, didn't you? Did you hear him? I had a nightmare He had a nightmare did, did yeah, yeah. Which Celtic goalkeeper Has, oh, made, the, has yeah. made the most appearances This season? <laughs> Connor Hazard <laughs> oh. me on Wednesday Saying I had a nightmare It's that wee room When I'm in that wee room I have a nightmare <laughs> Right heads it's Mark Tails it's Gordon 
And it is Tails as well. He's back yes. on the saddle. Oh, it's Gordon DL up against David in Leeds. So uh, I'm going to give Gordon DL some Clyde 2 to listen to so that he doesn't steal your answers because he's getting he's getting desperate, David, to be honest with you. Right, 30 seconds. <laughs> you're up against Gordon and you can pass. That is all you need to know. Ready? Go for it. Let's go. 30 seconds and your time starts now. Poor Kilmarnock playing this Saturday. Pass. Name a non-London English team who are playing in the Europa League tonight. Uh, Rangers. In 2017, Andy Halliday went to play football in which Eurasian country? Afghanistan. Uh, uh, Apart from Celtic, name a Scottish team Tony Mowbray's managed. Hips. How many Croatians have played for Rangers this season? Two. Who's the interim Aberdeen manager? Pass. Okay, let's bring Gordon Deal back. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Tough tonight, by the way. Oh no. I'm particularly looking. There's one in mind that I'm Good. particularly looking forward to. So we'll yeah, see. Let's go. See how we go. Uh, right, you ready? Yeah. Thirty seconds, and your time starts now. Who are Kilmarnock playing this Saturday? Kilmarnock uh, are playing Motherwell. Name a non-London English team who are playing in the Europa League tonight. Uh, Manchester United In 2017 Andy Halliday went to play football In which Eurasian country? India <laughs> Apart from Celtic <laughs> Name a Scottish team That Tony Mowbray has managed Hibs How many Croatians Have played for Rangers this season? Croatians? Uh, two Who is the interim Aberdeen manager? Um, who's the what? Interim Aberdeen manager Hurry Barry up. Robson <laughs> Okay uh, David, how do you think that went? How do you how did you view the competition? Uh, yeah, I think I think. You think so? Right, let's find out who are Kilmarnock playing this Saturday. I must admit, big Motherwell fan that he oh, claims right. to be. I thought he was going to struggle with it. He got there in the end. It is Motherwell Kilmarnock are playing, so he goes one in front. David, you just panicked. This was the classic example of I the know. type of mistake you make when you're on the phone. Name a non. London English team Who are playing in the Europa League tonight Not Rangers yeah. uh, Man United is of course So Gordon Diel goes 2-0 in front In 2017 Andy Halliday went to play <laughs> football In which Eurasian country it was It was not India <laughs> uh, Mark Wilson uh, Kazakhstan? No <laughs> No Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan Oh so wise uh, So close Oh they just uh, put them the furthest away They possibly could put them Right 2-0 uh, to Gordon DL Apart from Celtic Name a Scottish team Tony Mowbray has managed Hibs You both got that Well done to David So it's 3-1 to Gordon How many Croatians have played for Rangers this season? Three. One Katic hasn't played He's been injured all season And Barisic is the only one So still 3-1 to Gordon uh, Who's the interim Aberdeen manager Mark? Paul Sheeran Paul Sheeran Paul yeah. Sheeran no, Barry Robson and Paul Sheeran No no no, no. Yes, Paul Sheeran uh, Paul Sheeran No it's not oh, Barry's number two No it's not It's joint Stop. It doesn't matter You won 3-1 anyway Ah right okay It's Paul Sheeran David Hardlines Well done Gordon Good ah, man good, Thanks good for joining David. us David You know he was ah, nah. You were just up against it tonight I mean you weren't even great either So 3-1 three, three, away from home I'm quite happy with that Yeah And India. I'll tell you what He was never getting the ball He lives in Leeds Who's <laughs> sending that down No from the first class Any <laughs> <laughs> chance The budget doesn't stretch After what we I spent w- On your birthday present Did, did you night. see Callum He was going like To me you better win I was under severe pressure Did you tonight. hear we got him Extra large Kleenex For his birthday On Tuesday Mark <laughs> Well needed Aye ah, okay Mark um, yeah. Remind me to ask Andy How he enjoyed India Next time he's in I should have went I, I think Andy would have fit, 
right in brilliantly in India. Uh, right, so one four one nine five one one zero two five. What do you want to do? Do you want to continue building up? Give us your thoughts, Rangers fans. How confident are you? What do you make of the team, Celtic fans? Are you wanting to look ahead to this weekend or talk about your managerial search? St Mirren fans, top six. Any nerves attached to that? Are you confident that you'll do it because you're in the driving seat? And of course, leagues one and two back this weekend. It's been a long old time uh, since we've had a. A full card or anything close to a full card on a Saturday So definitely looking forward to that one Do you know the sad thing about that this weekend? What? See if the guy in there in the window was any good We'd be getting rid of him (laughs) Just rub it in Months months down If he actually was any good at management We wouldn't need to speak to him on Saturday We would have got him right out of the building (laughs) I would have resigned by now <laughs> How many have waited about For the start of the new season Who are breaking playing on Saturday Anyone, oh, anyone know? Who knows Off the top of my head I must admit it, That one's escaped me I've not studied the fixture list that much mm. Old Brecken have signed a few though They have made, I've noticed that Made oh, the use of Has the... we Davey come back <laughs> Any chance <laughs> no? Did, did you hear him there right? Ah who knows And then the next sentence was Oh Brecken have signed a few So he's obviously watching <laughs> Yeah he's thinking Hold on a minute I didn't get uh, that I didn't get that budget I, I, did, what's I didn't get that 500 quid I need to unfollow them On Instagram To get them away from my My screen Scott Murray's delighted With your answer of India Absolutely delighted with it He's loving that <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the thing is I don't even know why Why that was so funny I just It just was it's Anything with countries He's got no clue I know I'm not very good Um Oh, you you got it wrong as well. Yeah. You were a bit closer than him. I was closer than him, and you began me an A. Oh, what what was it? I thought you said oh, no, Kazakhstan. <laughs> oh my word! What am I working with in here on a Thursday night? Uh, Brian in Stirling, please bring some sense back to us, Brian. How's it going, guys? Okay, good. Thank you. Um, my question is more for Matt Wilson tonight, guys. Um, I was on. Last week or something, guys, and I was talking about the progression in Europe and stuff like that. I don't know if you remember about maybe like the last three managers have not progressed Celtic in Europe. And I was just looking back, like maybe like when Mark Wilson was there under Gordon Stratton and stuff, and um, Celtic were like regularly getting in the Champions League, regularly they were getting to the last 16 of the Champions League a couple of times. And um, I'm just looking across the squad at like the recruitment and stuff, and just about every position, on, uh, in my opinion, Stratton's team was better than what, what you're seeing now, maybe apart from Edward. But um, I, my, my point for Mark Wilson basically is what do you think's changed, Mark, over the last kind of seven, eight years in comparison to like when you when you guys were there and you were getting to like knockout stages of the Champions League? Now, Celtic obviously they can't even barely get out of Europa. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. what, do you, what do you think the biggest change has been over the last kind of seven or eight years? Yeah, I mean, it is hard to put your finger on one thing. I think you've got to take everything into consideration and I include the teams that, um, you know, Celtic have been playing against, the budgets they, they bring. I'm talking about when Brendan Rodgers' teams went in the Champions yeah. League, the the gap with like PSG and Barcelona. I think that had got bigger, but look, no doubt we played against, you know, some outstanding teams, the Barcelona teams, AC Milan's, thing like, things like that. And... Were we better individually? I don't think we were better individually, but we were very workmanlike. We had players that would roll up their sleeves and do the dirty side of the game. Teams didn't, European teams didn't really like playing against that. And we had a sprinkling of magic like Nakamura or a Magidi or somebody like that who makes a difference at the other end. Um, that That's the difference. Um, Gordon Strachan was very good uh, organising the team defensively, although he didn't get the, <laughs> the credit for it at the time. I remember reading, you know, newspaper reports, hearing Celtic fans saying, ah, oh, the style of football isn't great. 
But it got results Brendan mm-hmm. Rodgers' teams were great to watch But they were wide open um, yeah. So there's a number of things that you could you could attribute to it I mean Brian, especially now right? I, I'm not for a second suggesting Celtic couldn't do better in Europe You look at the, the campaign this season in particular And some others But the, is it not worth acknowledging that the European landscape has changed a bit Mark mentions you know, the last time when Brendan Rodgers was in the Champions League And had guy, teams like Bayern Munich, PSG Barcelona, you talked about Celtic, you know, getting to the last 16 because of the money they have and because of the, you know, the seeding system and so on. Is it not almost unthinkable now to consider Celtic in the last 16 of the Champions League with all due respect? I don't think so, guys, because like when I when I, I was growing up, I was watching like with Mark Wilson and I was playing guys, like Celtic were playing against like the likes of Milan. That was one of the best Milan teams I've ever seen with Kaka, you know, Perlo. Shevchenko guys like this and then you know, the Barcelona team they played against Ronaldinho Eto Henri all, all these guys were playing at the time and then Barcelona and Milan teams and stuff like that were just as good as anything Celtic's played over the last few years So I, and, and they went totally to with them got good results against them they beat Manchester United at Parkhead they gave them a game down at Old Trafford when Ronaldo and all that was playing so I, I, I don't understand where this argument's going for that all of a sudden the Barcelona and PSG are light years ahead of where they were when, when Nine, ten years ago To me it's, it's just a load of rubbish To be honest You know what I mean? Yeah, Gordon I, I, Maybe I'm being over the top When I said it was unthinkable right? It was probably a, a poor choice of words But I think it's worth Examining that point Europe's elite Have have gone on to a new level Financially Yeah And Yeah, like I said Celtic win They're going to be seeded Against two of these giants If, if we're talking Champions League Now Europa League Slightly different Should be getting battered off Sparta Prague Obviously not And you look at what Rangers Have done this season So there's clearly room for improvement I'm not trying to say there isn't But I, I wonder about Using failure to reach Champions League last 16 I wonder if that's A good barometer of Celtic Yeah you look at um, When Celtic were under Mark And before that And I think Brian's got a point About ability wise The ability that these teams And he, he rhymed off a few players there Gordon was immense it was absolutely brilliant individual players that could turn a game in a flick of a hat uh, but now you're looking at financial you know these top teams now have got absolutely millions and millions of pounds to spend in players I mean, and the, I, 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 I do I do kind of get Brian's point and maybe I need the figures to back up they, they had millions when, when Mark they, played against them they did and, and, and a football point of view I'll go back to it I think we were we were more defensive minded. I think Celtic, when they've reached the European stages of the Europa League, the last 16, uh, you know, the last 32, the Champions League under Brendan Rodgers, the group stages, I think they, they try to go toe to toe with these teams in all these games. I think they try to play like they do domestically. I don't think we did when we went mm. to Champions League. We set up differently against our Man United than what we would do at Kilmarnock on the Saturday. Yeah. People might think, oh, of course you did. But when you look at the Celtic teams in recent years mm-hmm. Very open Try to yeah. play from the back I suppose, But I suppose what I'm asking is Yes, fine, have the belief mm-hmm. And and maybe Sometimes the underdog does it And maybe you can give one of these big teams a bloody nose And, and punch above your weight And well done to you But should Celtic be judged on Getting to the last 16 of the Champions League or not? That that seems like an no, unrealistic nowhere near that expectation now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Gordon I think they should do You expect them to do a lot better in the Europa League Look at, for instance, the example tonight Rangers have got a great chance of getting in the last 16 And probably got a great chance of getting in the last 8 You know, if the if draw falls uh, kindly for them 
so I do think that it's a big, big ask in the Champions League just now. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at the teams that are making it through. I mean, there are. I was interested to see Porto, for instance, because when Rangers yeah. played them twice and there didn't seem to be much in it, and they're doing good things. Go on, in the, I, the Champions I don't League. think. I don't think it is an impossibility going forward. Now we we just heard the the news that two or teams will be in the the qualifying stages. That could get better. That could go to the group stages, depending on how things go in the next uh, few months. I don't think it's an impossibility. You just mentioned Rangers have faced Porto. Uh, uh, and they they gave as good as they got. Celtic will certainly improve in the next few years. Mm. It's about finding a right system and a right way of playing to manage the group. Not to go toe-to-toe with these teams, because you'll never beat them if you play open, expansive football. But finding weaknesses and exploiting them, that's what we did back then. And I don't think Celtic have done that in previous years. I think they just go all out and think, we're we going to go and blow these teams away. It doesn't work like that in the European stage. Yeah, if you're into coefficient watching, amongst other things, you're wanting Ukrainian teams to lose tonight. So keep an eye on that. Yeah. Um, Brian, going forward then, because th- this 10 in a row thing, it's it's been massive. It's been hanging over the club now for for a number of years. And it's done. It's gone I'm not for a second expecting you to be happy about that But in, in a kind of roundabout way Might that allow Celtic to To build a bit more And, and take a bit more time And take stock and, and look at what is required To be a more consistent force in in Europe Rather than worrying about the next league title all the time Definitely I think we need to We need to rebuild uh, For the ground up I mean I'm I'm just looking at the full The full kind of Celtic team I know they've done They've done well over the last few years But I mean the results in that, especially in Europe and that, they don't lie. You don't go for beating all these bits. It's not even just the big teams, guys. I mean, I'm looking at the Europa League tonight. There's teams like Young Boys of Bern and Granada and stuff like that in there. I mean, you're not telling me Celtic's not a bigger club than these teams that are in there than now. And some of them, do you know what I mean? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous that we're not even competing in the Europa League anymore, never mind the Champions League. And uh, I really think Celtic need to take stock. They need to get, it, get the guys out the building who don't want to be there anymore. And uh, you, know, you get some millions in for them Maybe get, get rid of Edward Get rid of a couple of these guys higher And that don't want to be there And then they need to, they need to start building uh, For the back in my opinion mm-hmm. they, need, they need to start making themselves hard to beat again Like they were when Mark was mm-hmm. there Because they're just at the minute I mean any team that played Celtic in Europe Must be rubbing their hands Yep alright thank you very much That was Brian a Celtic fan from Stirling Chris Betts been on And he says Gordon Nico Katic played for Rangers In a 2-1 win against Hamilton at the Rangers training centre Can't be having that We can't yeah. be including We can't yeah. be including games At the, tra- at the <laughs> training ground one victory now? And he said So that is two creations For Rangers this year I've attached evidence Hashtag justice for Dazzler Because it might come down To the end that. of the season Goal difference here Points difference Black Arthur does keep an eye on that He's got That's points difference That's what I'm saying So I think There's not a chance a, a number four Friendly's down. bounce games No way four It's not happening <laughs> As yeah. some research he's went in to, to find out well, You just know off the top of his head mm. Right okay All of next week On Super Scoreboard We're going to be playing Take a punt on a pundit You two are actually going to try And win prizes On behalf of the listeners oh, Poor them no. Not tonight Next week All week So it won't just be you two dafties We'll have some of the more knowledgeable guys uh, On other nights in the week um, Take a punt on a pundit With Glenn's Vodka The official spirit of the SPFL We're going to give you the chance To elevate your game day experience And boost your viewing from home By winning some huge prizes You're going to be jealous of this But you, you do, do not even ask the question You're not getting any of this Don't try and pull strings no, Don't no. pester the sales staff in here To see what you can get I wouldn't do that You'd get nothing, right? I would, yeah But <laughs> you, you lot at home TVs, sound systems Signed shirts Footballs Takeaway vouchers and of course a bottle of Scotland's favourite vodka Glens as well All 
in the mix Two entrants You're going to be brought on air You will each be allocated a pundit Can you imagine that On oh, a Thursday no. night They'll be cursing their luck uh, Hopefully he'll then go on And win them A great prize bundle Register to play at Clyde1.com And remember However you enjoy Glens Make sure you enjoy it Responsibly Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here There are two ways as always that you can get involved on the show You can give us a call Which we'd love 0141-951-1025 Or you can tweet at Clyde SSB uh, Just like SFM has done And SFM sent me uh, a screenshot of a, a tweet uh, From an account called Tim Trivia and um, this is based on a, a poll that these guys have got running for Celtic fans uh, for a nine-in-a-row dream team. So their best Celtic eleven over the, the nine-in-a-row era. Oh. So they say that they're going four-two-three-one. So far, they've got Forster in goals. They've got Van Dijk at centre-back, obviously. It looks like Ayers winning the vote to partner him. And it says, now, time to choose a right-back. Pick from the following in their prime. Right. Your choices are... Mikel Lustig Yeah Adam Matthews Oh Jeremy Frimpong Yeah Or Mark Wilson Who are we going for? <laughs> Get your votes in You can't <laughs> It would be embarrassing to go Wilson Right well at the moment There's a bit of time left I think He um, even a good player At the moment A couple of hundred votes cast um, Lustig Lustig at the moment has 89% of the votes Yeah Adam Matthews has got 7 <laughs> <laughs> Jer- Jeremy <laughs> Frimpong's got 3 <laughs> What's, yes. What's that leave in terms yes. of numbers? Uh, all, you, all you mathematicians out there will have figured out That leaves 1% of uh, the votes And I think it was Mark that voted for himself I think though uh, I think we can I think we can influence this I think Super person. Scoreboard listeners Come on Let's get, get, me in there. get on Tim Trevitt Give him a bit of a boost Give him more than 1% Right, We know he's not going to beat Mikael <laughs> Lustig But give him more than 1% I mean... Lustig only had about 100 caps for Sweden I mean, Do you know what annoys me about these people though Mark? They forget oh. Who was the captain on day oh. one of nine in a row? Was no. it Mikael Lustig? Where was he? No, no, Nowhere. no, 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 no. Not was... a clue, nowhere I'm sh- I'm Was it Matthews? Was it Frimpong? No, no. Who was the captain on day one of nine well, in a row? Well, Easter Road You're Easter quickly, Road. quickly forgotten about Gordon in this game In the huddle, armband on uh-huh. You started it, you're giving it right guys This is it Today we start nine mm. in a row one day I'll be in the Bombay Dreams menu yeah. <laughs> And hopefully If I play my cards right There'll be a wee spell at breaking in there And I'll spend my Thursday nights With the Dazzler on Super Scoreboard yeah. You started it off And that's how and you that's, get repaid that's a 1% again, well, of the vote I thought go. Shadow Ray would have been in there <laughs> <laughs> I would have finished me off if I heard that I'd have been brilliant wouldn't Come it? on, give him more than 1% Get him up to 2 and then we'll be happy <sighs> Right uh, 01419511025 About to bring in Jim in Rutherglen um, I like this question though That yeah. I've got for you tonight um, And let me just quickly remember Who it was that sent it in Because it was the, it's the first time This guy's plucked up the courage To send a full time teaser in So it would be very wrong of me To not give him the shout out It was Jim Barr Thank you to Jim mm-hmm. Who got in touch Full time at Clyde1.com He says Hi guys First time sending one of these I hope it's alright um, I've made it a bit easier for you Right Lewis Dunk And Kevin Long Are two of the ten Longest serving players in the English Premier League Can you name the other eight? So I've took out the two Most difficult ones for you Longest well, serving players Like at one club Noble West so, Ham Lewis Dunk and Kevin Long Are two of the ten Longest serving players In the English Premier League Can you name the other eight? So we're talking at one club obviously Yeah Noble West Ham 
By a mile Well done 17 years he's been at West Ham Mark Noble Top of the list Sergio Aguero Yes He's he's in 8th place though So he sneaks in So like I said In the top 10 Lewis Duncan Kevin Long are there But I took them out To make it easier Can you name the other 8 Right There's somebody at Chelsea As As Palaquea That's it No Oh no, that's not. <laughs> Thanks for buying yeah, up there. Name one, are you one percent? Um, okay, we'll leave it there. You're doing pretty well. You've got two out of eight. If you want to play along at home, we're looking for. Oh, the right back at Everton. Coleman. Coleman. Seamus Coleman. Seamus Coleman. Ah, how do you do this, right? Because you're hopeless sometimes at beat the pundit. Is that you, right? you think Andy Halliday played in India. Yeah. And then you come on the teaser and you rip it up. Well done. Mark Noble, Seamus Coleman, and Sergio Aguero. You can play along. We're looking for. Uh, apart from Lewis Dunk and Kevin Long, they're two of the, the ten longest serving players in the English Premier League. You need to name the other eight. Mark Noble, Seamus Coleman, Sergio Aguero. We'll leave it there. Let's see what Jim in Rutherglen wants to discuss tonight. How are you, Jim? Are you well? Hi, good evening guys Yeah, I'm doing well yous. Yep, all good um, here What's your point stuff? tonight? Uh, just before that uh, I've got two points The main one And then a wee quick one Just before I start Obviously I'd like to Pass on my best wishes To Walter Smith um, mm-hmm. I hope he gets a speedy recovery Absolutely And I hope the, the Bears Gave him a good result tonight To help that along um, It's about the team tonight To quote um, Derek Johnson This is a horse a horses for uh, Courses one Helander last week I thought he had a great game But obviously Gerard Saw something that he feels Balogun's a better option tonight and Arfield in instead of Hadji just gives you a wee bit merrier uh, kind of tight and uh, secure unit um, this, this is a good side but it was good to hear Gerard on the radio the day uh, talking about Rangers as a side saying we're here on merit and it's not a case of we've scraped through we're here we're a good outfit we're full internationals and I think we've got a right good wee sneak if we go through this we could even go even further and to go on to Sunday Let's do that first Jim And we'll, we'll split it up And give you Give you the chance to, to bring up your second point Mark I'm probably stating the obvious here I'm not making Stephen Gerrard out to be Anything that the Other managers hopefully aren't But it, it shows you how sometimes Maybe from the outside Maybe fans Maybe us You, you think about Kind of key moments within games um, Where if you're a management team And you want to give your side The best chance You're going to need The overall picture Yanis Hadji sets up the goal Philip Pilander scores it Both bombed tonight Because yeah. overall he feels that the best chance of beating uh, Slavia Prague is to have um, his name escapes me Leon Balogun and yeah, Scott Arfield and Arfield in yeah uh, it's a point I touched on earlier that I think they're, they're very good this Rangers coaching team the assessing things learning from their mistakes and changing things um, even if others wouldn't and that just confirms it tonight I think in possession Arfield better bet than Hadji in terms of keeping the ball uh, for tonight's game and Balogun, he obviously assessed the threat that Slavia Prague have, the power, the pace, and he's looked at his back line and he's got an outstanding defender on the bench who has those attributes, so why wouldn't you put him in? Um, some managers would just stick to the same 11. One standing ex-manager mm-hmm. right in front of me would stick with the same 11, but... Ooh, okay, okay. Do 1% okay. give me a wee bit of stick here? <laughs> <laughs> but top, mani- anyway, top three, three don't manager Anyway, top managers don't See, to be fair though This is the thing, Mark And this is why you let him off, right? He's laughing at you 1% But you're in there That's oh, the point aye, aye, You're aye, there Exactly For consideration 
Let's be honest. Wait, I don't it's think he gets sympathy off the Celtic fans. He's joking. Sympathy vote. Um, no, but it's, uh, Gordon, on, on a serious note, the some of the tweets along those lines earlier. Well, oh, hold on a minute. Had you set up the goal last week, you mm-hmm. guys have been harsh on him. Stephen Gerrard's clearly wanting to look beyond that, as Mark says. Yeah, horses for courses. That's what the caller said there. Is it Jim? Um, I, I, you know, people said tonight. Balogun is a surprise for me, right? I think Balogun's a good player, but surprise because people are saying plays a lot of the European games though. If you yeah, look through the group stage, yeah, but but they're talking about the reason that he's went with Balogun tonight was the pace, mm. right? Hollander, I think, played against pacey players. I think he's a very clever centre back. He gives himself that distance. I can understand the change, but I'm not just buying into the fact that it's because of pace because I think he's a very very good defender that reads the game well, Gordon. So you don't need to have that blistering pace to be a you know a top centre half. But he's went with Balogun tonight. Um, I, I said earlier I thought that the Hadji one would have been the one question mark. And Arfield, massive fan of him. I think he brings so much tonight. Um, but he's, the staff have seen something yeah. in that game that they've decided Balogun's the fit. And he, and listen, that's the decisions he's been making, and he's been getting them right. What else is on your mind, Jim? Uh, it was just there to go on to Sunday um, Something Mark Wilson says earlier on um, Sunday's a bit an off-firm game Obviously it's huge and you want to win it But see the Invincibles thing Honestly couldn't care less uh, This week, been buzzing for tonight Sunday will take care of itself after tonight But this is your season And we need to prioritise what's best for us This season And at the moment we're installing two competitions That are still to win the Scottish Cup And we're in, uh, we're in Europa So as the Invincibles thing would be a nice achievement to have personally for us but for me it's not a biggie just yeah. concentrate on what's important and prioritise uh, at this stage of the season yeah I mean I don't think anyone's suggesting you prioritise it Jim but once you're this close you wouldn't want Celtic to end it that would be the same the other way we know, you know this show knows all too well what that rivalry is right you're, you're so close you wouldn't want Celtic to end it surely no of course not you don't, you, it's an old firm game you want to win it but what I'm saying is it's for us it's alright It's just It's new for just a wee bit of pride But for this week For me it probably, And all my mates I don't know about all the other Rangers fans It's all about uh, Tonight This is a big game You're talking about the last day A European competition Sunday's just For uh, bragging rights now The league's done We've took care of it We've, we've played a blinder all season But as the invincible thing goes I'm no interested in a, uh, Reaching a milestone That Celtic achieved A couple of seasons ago I'd rather just concentrate In this season What's important to us And that's What we're doing Gordon you Yeah I, I can understand it um, But uh, It's roles reversed a little bit Because I remember Celtic supporters Coming on here saying but Listen we're not interested In the, the old firm game Because we've got Bigger fish to fry Rangers are in that boat Just now They're looking at Trying to get to the last 16 tonight With a great opportunity Of even getting to the last 8 Gordon um, But I still think When Sunday comes along It's so important to both teams Players Management Staff Everyone concerned Supporters so as much as um, Jim's saying Look it's not the, mm. the the biggest thing for us yep. this season I still think it's massively important against Celtic Right thank you very much Jim In Rotherglen I'm just going to go and vote for Mark Wilson in this poll oh, I think can't. it's only Get fair Daz you better be on the night Absolutely He's up to 8.6% yes! We've made a difference <laughs> I'm happy vote. with that That's, that's enough uh, for me We've influenced um. the vote And Andrew McLean Who's reporting at the game tonight He's always keeping you lot right Um 
He wants to remind you That Rangers are already In the last 16 So they're trying to get Into the last 8 And I'm obviously not Concentrating well, here what did I say? Twice you've said They're trying to get Into the last Daz 16 is, He's having a nightmare oh, sorry, He's sorry, all over the last, place Set off for the old Rangers oh, Back four will be the same He's all over the shop <laughs> Right anyway uh, Now I'm delighted to say We've got a special guest Joining us on the phone Tonight Because after a long Long wait Finally And we're delighted to say That we can welcome back Leagues 1 and 2 This weekend It's been a tough old time for those players and staff and fans who've not been able to watch their team. Uh, and Partick Thistle midfielder Stuart Bannigan joins us on the line at the moment. Stuart, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks very much, guys. Hope you're well. All good, thanks. 12 weeks since your last game, Stuart. 12 weeks Boxing Day. Partick Thistle against Falkirk. <laughs> and you play Cove this weekend. How much are you looking forward to getting back out there? Oh, we're buzzing. All oh, the boys are absolutely buzzing to get back to it. It was um, obviously we were a bit. Worried towards the end of February, start of March, when it was sort of dragging on that we weren't sure whether or not we'd be getting the, the league back. So the boys were worried with that, but um, you know, we're delighted that the, yeah. the 20 clubs in, in League 1 and League 2 have, have came together and came up with a plan that can sort of finish the season off. So we're over the moon that. How difficult a period has it been, Stuart? Because for a lot of you guys, well, for all of you pretty much, but um, particularly ones like yourself who've you know played full time football for a long time, that that's, can, that's your life, it's all you've known. and for it to be taken away and then the uncertainty, what what's it been like? Yeah, I, you touched on it there. It's just uncertainty of it and, and not knowing if we were getting back or not. Um, I added on as well with the the fact you sort of injustice last year we felt we got as a as a club. Um, you know, added on top of that, so um, it's just unknown of not knowing whether or not we'd be getting back and a, a chance to try and get promotion from from this league. Really, so it's been a tough time. But um, as I said, that's now over now and in the reality of. Um, you know, lots of games coming up, and a chance to try and yeah, redeem myself. Really. Physically, what's the challenge going to be like then? Because this will be the longest you've ever got. Well, and you know, injuries aside, but this will be the longest you guys have ever gone. I'm sure without playing twelve weeks, um, and not only are you back playing so soon after resuming training, you've now got a very busy schedule. Are there any concerns about how difficult it's going to be, or is that overtaken just by the excitement of being back? Yeah, I think it's the excitement of just being back. Um, we, we know it's going to be it's going to be tough on on the legs um, for for a lot of the players. Um, I think that's why our, our manager brought in a few few boys on loan, and um, I think we brought in four or five that have sort of thinned up the squad a wee bit because um, we know we're going to need sort of everybody's. Got, I think it's Saturday, Tuesday, all the way through to the end of April, start of May. So it's going to be um, it's going to be difficult, but we're, we're excited. You know, it's a challenge. It's you know, it's a it's a whole new sort of thing this season we we don't know how it's going to pan out or how it's going to go but uh, we'll give it our best shot and see where it ends up Have you guys had to put a conscious effort into you know sort of stay in touch with each other I know you'll be one of the senior players there uh, and you've got a management team above you and so on but you know th- this is a tough time for everyone I think we acknowledge that so mentally those last 12 weeks has it been important to you know try and stay in touch what sort of things have been going on? Yeah I've, we've obviously got a, a group chat and and certain boys um, keeping in contact with each other and making sure everybody's sticking to, to certain plans and stuff. We had um, no training plans sent out to us as soon as we stopped uh, playing, which would have been, I think our season stopped around about the 13th of January or something around about then. So we had training plans set up and boys keeping in contact with each other. But you know what it's like, sort of the rumour mill starts and you, you hear stuff. And you don't know if we'll be back, or we'll be back sort of playing or, or training and you hear different scenarios. Um I just keeping keeping boys sort of motivated. It was a wee bit tougher the same round with different things. Well, obviously the last lockdown it was 
um, the weather was a lot better and yeah. you know, feel more sort of vibrant about it but this time it was it was a lot more difficult but um, the boys came back in good shape and we've had a good sort of 7-10 days stay and then we're do you remember Mark and Gordon when we had Ryan Christie on the show and he, he mentioned the Celtic WhatsApp group and we said, oh, what's it called? What's the Celtic WhatsApp group called? And he, he laughed and he said, it's called the Celtic <laughs> WhatsApp group. And it was like the worst <laughs> name of all time. Is the Partick Thistle team name, is it? Is it for a family show, sure? Is, is it one that can be shared? It's a family show, but it's just as bad. Just Thistle Jags. Boys is terrible. Thistle, Thistle Boys, it's better than... than <laughs> uh, there's at least... A, there's a... A slight attempt to make it something mm. different, but I think we need to do better than that as well. This old Jags, boys. you could have used the Jags. You think that's any better? Yeah, mm, I'm not so sure. I'm not convinced. Um, it made me lose my train of thought. Sure, that there's also a little bit of uncertainty about how many games you've got left, yeah. because it, it might be eight, it might be twelve. Um, I think the clubs are hoping that it's going to be a, um, you know, kind of twenty-two game season. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, we know. We know um, that it's going to be 18 uh, minimum. So for us, I think on your mindset, I think we just need to make sure we're, we're um, you know, we're pushing for being as high as we can after 18 games and, and take it from there. Because we're, as you said, we're unsure whether or not, um, you know, the all the teams running about us can fulfil their games in, in time for. Um, yeah. I'm looking to sort of split the leagues up, so it's um, it's a bit uncertain with that. But we're we're happy that we've we know we've at least got 18 games. Um, and that will give teams enough time to sort of settle where they're going to be in the league, and we'll we'll take it for there. But we know that a good start for us is, is so vital. We we Cove um, and Airdrie our first two games. Teams round about us. We know it's going to be a, a sort of sprint to the finish. So uh, we need to get off to a good start. Yeah, just finally on that. I mean, you would have wanted promoted anyway. Obviously, that's what teams in that division do. Given everything that, that went on over the summer and the injustice felt. By everyone at Thistle And for, for many people On behalf of those at Thistle Just how Desperate are you To kind of right those wrongs And, and get back up Yeah well Desperate for it Desperate for our, our fans they've, you know, they've been through Through a lot as well um, Especially not getting a chance To come and, and Support the team this year um, You know they'd have felt Just as bad as us um, But we're not we're, we're disappointed Of course we've been But um, Unfortunately this is the reality now And we've got a, a challenge ahead of us That we, we need to face head on Um and we'll do that as best as we can And the, the plan at the start of the season Was to try and get promoted And it's it's not changed now So um, we just need to hope that we Hit the ground running And um, you know pick up enough points Good man, thanks for joining us All the best this weekend Thank you very much, have a good night thanks, well, That guys. was Stuart Bannigan Partick Thistle midfielder 12 weeks since Leagues 1 and 2 side last played And they go back at it this weekend it's Going to be quite something We'll keep an eye on them on Saturday How are you two getting on in this teaser? Mm. Lewis Dunk, Kevin Long Are two of the 10 longest serving players In the English Premier League Can you name the other 8? You've got Mark Noble, Seamus Coleman And Sergio Aguero Hurricane Yes Vardy No James Milner no What? What about the At one club remember Yeah I've got All one right. um, It's only the longest serving yeah. at that club we, we said the right back at Everton Let's go to the left back Is it Barnes or Leighton Baines Baines No No Either. He's been there for 25 Is he years still there? Yeah he's still there Yeah I've seen him I've seen him in the squad Where did you day. see him? In the squad he'd, he's well, <laughs> You just called him Barnes Barnes yeah <laughs> I went mean, there's Barnesy <laughs> Okay we'll leave it there Because you've only got What is that Four to get? We'll get them next. 
number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. We are building up to kick off. Uh, where are we? 15 minutes to go, roughly, for Rangers against Slavia Prague at Ibrox. Uh, I wonder if we can go back there, actually. Can Andrew McLean hear us? Yes, I yes, can. He can. Just a wee recap of those teams, Andrew, and let us know anything else we need to know. Yeah, will do. Well, it's two changes for Rangers from the first leg. Philip Hellander and Yanis Hadji drop out. In come Leon Balogun and Scott Arfield. So Alan McGregor starts in goal for them. The back four, Nathan Patterson, Connor Goldson, Leon Balogun and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Scott Arfield, Stephen Davis and Glenn Kamara with Joe Aribo and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes for Rangers. McLaughlin, Bassey, Hellander, Simpson, King, Zungu, Hadji, Wright, Stuart, Roof. And, Itten. and it's an interesting one for Slavia Prague as well. I won't go through the full team, but they have made three changes. And it certainly looks as if it's a change of system for them as well. Their uh, Twitter feed suggesting they'll be lining up with a back three and the personnel points towards that as well. So it'll be a fresh challenge for Steven Gerrard and his staff uh, ahead of this one. The uh, Slavia Prague players are uh, away down the tunnel and into the changing room now. Just the Rangers substitutes warming up at the moment. Just a bit of housekeeping. As well, ahead of this one, Borna Barisic, Glenn Kamara and Kemar Roof all walking a disciplinary tightrope. A yellow card for any of them tonight would rule them out of a potential quarter-final first leg. But we are, as you say, just about 15 minutes away, just less than that, from kick-off at Ibrox as Rangers look to venture even deeper into this Europa League campaign. Yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on, the old suspensions. It's not a priority, is it? You, you do what you need to do to win the game. Mark Wilson yeah. but it's, it's not ideal obviously No yeah Listen as a player You can't go out there Fearing that You may get a book And, and it'll put you out The next leg You have to go out And do your job And The best uh, thing remember, Was it 99 Roy Keane uh, Roy How good Keane's was that was incredible And he was so good uh, And he just didn't care One of his best performances He didn't care And as soon as you start Watching your tackles you, you'd be as well going And sitting beside the manager And especially now Do you think it Because of I mean you can get booked For, for anything Not a lot now So it must be yeah, you must need to, need to yeah. put an extra effort in to just forget about it. Very frustrating nowadays, as you said, you get booked for the slightest touch. Um, there's no doubt about it, though, Stephen Gerrard. If they get through, he could be doing without losing any of those key players. Um, AJ Johnson says that um, the well-known Everton left-back Barnes retired mm. at the end of last season. Oh. Mark Wilson's up to 10% on the poll now, yes. says SPL Tots. Yes. Come on! And uh, Jonathan Brooks, and do you know what? <laughs> I do feel um, a bit of a hypocrite because we had slagged Stuart Bannigan. We certainly slagged Ryan Christie previously. He says, do yous have a WhatsApp group for the SSB pundits? If not, what would the name be? And you know the thing is, we don't. There is one for like the Saturday show, and it, well, it's brilliant. It's called SSB Saturday. Yeah. It's not great, is it? <laughs> it's but it's a bit. This is serious. This is serious business goes on in here. This is not a football dressing room. You know, that's just the weekend, so the guys can stay in touch when they're at games. Think. You think the producers in here could come up with a better name? Though they could produce a better name for the WhatsApp group. Uh, isn't this not great? Is it? We might need to think about that. I must admit. Right. Any more on this teaser? Yeah. Um, you've got. We're looking for This is the question Lewis Dunk and Kevin Long Are two of the longest serving players In the English Premier League Two, <laughs> See, of, the, two of the top ten And we're looking for the other eight You've got Mark Noble Seamus Coleman Harry Kane And Sergio Aguero I, I, I don't know why I fall for this every week for Daz Because he punches air 
And at the last break He's given it to me He's got five So I just I, I stopped working Yeah then. yeah yeah yeah. But he's always That's wrong That's how you get 10% mate You stop working uh, Margo 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 sorry Thinks it's Azpilicueta But it's not one no. Stuart Ferguson says The Thistle WhatsApp group Should be called Jagwag Okay <laughs> good Fair enough uh, uh, Christopher Wren's thrown a, a number of answers And he's He's got a couple That you need to pick up on I've got a cracker Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson Yes yeah, yeah. And Even got, although he started at Sunderland And I've got another one Manchester United goalkeeper Do you hear? And, yes And Well done and, and And I may be wrong Because this guy might have retired See the thing is right See One more and I am certain That somebody's textured these I swear How many have we got to get? Two Two more No I've got I, I, I might be wrong Right Because I've just oh, Hurry up then is Phil Jones still at Manchester United? Ah, somebody's texting him that. That is, there is no, <laughs> no chance. There is no sh- chance you've got Phil Jones on your own. Not I a chance. swear nobody has texted my phone. I swear my phone's lying there. You can watch my phone. He started bringing in another phone in his pocket, so you think the phone know, on the desk? Uh, well, to is be his fair, real phone. If there was, if Gordon is staring right at my phone. I can't pick my phone up. I'm not. If there was one pundit that I thought would have two phones, to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other ones in the car. Let's just say it wouldn't be Hugh Evans. He's enough trouble. Uh, but, did, did you hear the other day? He came in and he was asking me how to turn off predictive text. Yeah, he transformed <laughs> me back to like 1999. He had predictive Probably. text turned on on his Nokia. He and didn't he know how to turn use it. it off. Because he, he he likes to go through the you know like if you need the letter C you press the two button three times he still <laughs> oh, does it that way oh no yeah, oh brutal that's painful uh, Davies and Pollock Davy how are you uh, fine thanks good evening everybody hi Davy uh, what's your point tonight yeah my point my point is about Lee Griffiths uh, I was listening to the pundits the other night saying that he should maybe get the opportunity to get into the Scotland pool no I'll ask this question to Mark if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Mark played at a really high level. No, I played football myself, but levels, different levels is different fitness, and I'm sure Mark will agree with that. Neil Lennon brought him back for the suburbs when he was away, and he was away and doing crazy things. He brought him back in to give him a chance. And he never took other chance, because if Neil Lennon would have seen anything on that training field that suggested that Griffiths wanted to get fit and into that team 24-7, he would have played him because Celtic needed him. Because to me, he is one of the best strikers. If not the best striker in Scotland. But he didn't take his opportunities. So when he's not taking his opportunities for Celtic, and Kennedy's obviously looking at the same thing as Lennon did, why should anybody mm-hmm. give him a chance to get into a higher level team to play in the Euros? When there are other players there, they go to training with their own clubs and give everything to yeah, do you know what, David? You're one of the first callers who's come on air and made that point. I think every other one on this topic so far, Mark, has given us the old Lee Griffiths is the best natural finisher. Remember his free kicks against England. If you need a goal, he's the man to turn to. I keep hearing them over and over and over again. I think Davy's the only caller, and actually a lot of the pundits have are kind of on that that frame of mind. That he shouldn't have been in the Scotland squad What's your take on it though? I'm with Davey on this one There has been times that I've I've stood and said Yeah put Lee Griffiths in the squad Because yeah he'll nick you a goal I think um, that time has been and gone I think Davey makes good points When he, he touches on the managers Who have managed Lee Griffiths And tried to get the best out of him You know Brendan Rodgers Periods of, of his managerial career That he dropped Lee Griffiths He had problems And came Neil Lennon Problems 
John Kennedy didn't select him When Celtic needed a goal To to not hand Rangers the title At Hanadice He got seven minutes Or, or something like that um, Steve Clark The same Couldn't rely on him I think Griffiths' time um, is, is coming to an end at Celtic And I don't think he should have been in the squad um, Davy, I want to let you make another point But we're running out of time But go on, make it quick If you just elaborate if you want I mean, have your, your final say Well, first and foremost I'd like to wish uh, Walter Smith uh, uh, A good speedy recovery mm-hmm. And I would like to wish uh, Rangers well and I'm a Liverpool fan But Celtic and Rangers stay well But uh, I would say I don't know whether it's Ryan McGriffiths. I know he, he done a, he done a few things wrong in the past, but that doesn't make him a bad person altogether. You know, but he just didn't seem to take the opportunity. And I think, I think to be honest, I think Lennon depended on him deep down that he was going to produce the stuff that he produced the years before. And I think that's one of the reasons why Celtic Celtic would massively do anyway because the McGriffiths. You know, I'm no, I'm no bad mouth him that he's not a player. He is a mm. player. He's a fantastic player. But if you don't train hard, you don't play fair. Yeah. But I mean, it's like Gerard when he when Gerard at Ibrox when he when he when he's uh, Jones uh, Jones. Why, why does Jones not get a game? Why does Greg Stewart not get a game? Because obviously Gerard sees people mm. training at a different level. All right, we're going to have to leave it there, David. It was good to hear from you. Very quickly, you two, one more on this teaser. Mm. I'm struggling because even if I get it, you would accuse me of cheating. Oh, hurry up. I've not got it. He's the only one on the list that's played up here. Give us a clue. Your goalie. You always say there's a goalie on the list. Well, Schmeichel. Yes, Casper Schmeichel. Schmeichel, great show. Well done. Thank you, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Fast approaching kickoff at Ibrox. It promises to be a big night, whatever the outcome. The good news is we are back tomorrow at six to look back on it all. So make sure you join us. I'm sure Hugh Keevans is just switching off his radio And switching on the TV to see what he makes of it So make sure you join us at 6 o'clock tomorrow And Callum Gallagher is up next